At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is the DC City Cast with Frank Hanrahan, presented by Bet Rivers. DC City Cast is back and coming at you, presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. I'm Frank Hanrahan from Beeson on a gorgeous Tuesday. A little hot out there, uh, but summer is here, finally. I, I take the heat over the cold. Million times over, baby. Hope you're doing well. Hope you had yourself a uh, good weekend. As we dive into the Nationals and the Mets, they started a series last night, and boy, oh boy, uh, it was pretty glaring, the differences between first place and last place in the NL East. We got those two playing again tonight. We'll preview and give out our uh, our picks for tonight's game. Patrick Corbin's back on the hill for the Nationals. Hey, he got his first win the last time out. Can he go for two straight against those Mets later on tonight? We will discuss I do want to get into some French Open tennis. Two of the greatest of all time are going at it later on today. And I've I've been steadfast with Rafael Nadal from the start of the tournament. Took him at plus 350 to win this whole thing. And now he's a big-time dog against, well, you know, Novak Djokovic. So we'll talk a little tennis. And the NBA Finals is all ready to go. It starts in two days. Golden State visiting the Boston Celtics. And surprise, surprise... The Golden State Warriors aren't that big of a favorite. Why? What are we missing? We'll also chat about that straight ahead on the DC City Cast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. Uh, let's start off with the Nationals. They got creamed last night, 13 to 5, by the New York Mets. Uh, Eric Fetty got the start. He lasted an inning and a third. And this is after the Nats went up three zip in the top half of the first. And I'm thinking, oh, this is a great start. You've won four or five of the Nationals. You just took three or four from the Rockies. 
you're starting to play some pretty decent baseball. And oh, there was that narrative about how you were 18 and 31. And if you win last night, you're 19 and 31, which brings us back shades of glory, which feels like ages ago and the 2019 World Series team. But alas, the Mets came roaring back. That Sterling Marte guy had a three-run jack off uh, Fetty. He had a two-run single to score some runs. But, you know, it's not rocket science. You hit the ball, you catch the ball, you throw the ball, pitch the ball. Am I forgetting anything else? And when the Nationals, starting pitching, can't get past uh, the, the the second inning, you're you're in trouble. And Skipper Davey Martinez has said repeatedly, if we can get our starters past the fifth inning, we got a pretty good chance of winning. Uh, that did not happen last night, obviously. And here's the thing that was so obvious to me, the New York Mets lineup. My God, man. And they take hacks and they keep pitchers pitching. They fouled off, you know, numerous baseballs, fighting the count, staying in the moment and then delivering uh, hits and homers. Uh, Their plate presence, if I can use that term, is really impressive. Uh, And you see the difference between a first place team and a last place team top to bottom. They got guys coming at you. The Nats, you know, it's like one through four. If they don't come through, you're in trouble. So uh, 13 to five, they put up um, last night. I believe at Bet River Sportsbook, it was about minus 170, I think, the Mets were to win the game. Total was only like nine and obviously blew way over. Uh, so can the Nationals bounce back tonight in game two of this series at the New York Mets? And to that I say, well, let's take a look first at the number at Bet River Sportsbook. And it's about the same as last night. The Mets now up to minus 186. The Nationals at plus 155. Total tonight is nine. <clears throat> Excuse me. Run line, Nationals plus one and a half, minus 137. And the Mets minus one and a half, plus 112. Um a little tidbit at Bet River Sportsbook. If you're thinking about taking the over nine, the Mets' last eight night games against NL East opponents have gone over the total runs line. So the trend could be your friend in this spot. I think in this position with the Mets and the Nationals, again, you got Patrick Corbin starting tonight. He did get a decent and very good outing his last time out, and he got a victory uh, for the Nationals, and he got some run support. So he's one and seven looking for his second straight victory in a row. And the Mets' firepower, though, offensively, is just where this game is going to lie. If their bats are as alive as last night, it's it's ball game. Uh, Williams gets a start tonight for the uh, Mets. Trevor Williams, he's 0-3. 4-3-7 ERA, 22 strikeouts. So he's looking for his first win of the season. I will say this about tonight's ball game. The Mets have won six straight now at home. And we have discussed streaking teams when it comes to playing and wagering on baseball. And the Mets are the first place team for a reason. They, again, have a nice home winning streak. And even though the number is minus 186 tonight, I am not shying away from that. (laughs) I am going to uh, take that risk and take the Mets on the money line tonight at minus 186. Again, because what I saw last night, I mean, holy granoli. That's where live, fighting pitches off, making the starter work. I mean, they made Eric Fetty just sweat. Even after the Nets went up three zip, Josh Bell had a had a two-run single in the first. 
uh, and things were looking pretty decent. But the Mets' offensive firepower is too much tonight, and that's why I'm going to take the New York Mets uh, to win on the money line at minus 186. Now, check it out, Bad River Sportsbook. The Mets, to win the World Series, are plus 825. They're right up there. You know who the favorite is? Yeah, Dodgers still at plus 475, and the Yankees um, at plus 600. But, boy, the Mets so far, impressive and to win the National League, they're at plus 415. And I see why they're such a prohibitive favorite now to win the NL East at minus 275 because they've got a nice comfy lead. I think it's almost like nine and a half games over the Braves for first in the NL East. Uh, our Nationals, by the way, way down there are still at plus 40,000. Plus 40,000. Now, if they'd just gotten to 19 and 31 yesterday, right? <laughs> All those narratives, they were going to be coming in loud and clear if the Nats were 19 and 31. But alas, that's not the case. They are 18 and 32, and we can squash that storyline and that narrative because you knew it was coming if they won last night, right? Oh, my gosh. Just like 2019. Again, taking the Mets tonight on the money line at minus 186. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not blinking on this one. The only chance the Nats have is if Patrick Corbin literally goes seven innings and just pitches an absolute gem. But what are the odds on that, right? Not great. Not great. So I'm going to take the risk and put my money on the uh, New York Mets tonight at minus 186. And I'm guessing by first pitch, it could be, you know, up to minus 200. So get in on that early if you can at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. All right, straight ahead, we're going to get into the um, NBA Finals, man. They're all here, and we're going to look back at what happened over the weekend. The uh, Celtics were three-point favorites on Sunday night against the Miami Heat. Had an incredible finish. Controversy, of course there is, uh, when it comes to the NBA playoffs. We'll discuss that, and we'll preview the NBA Finals, which starts in two days, man, two days, Golden State and the Boston Celtics. This is the DC CityCast presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. I'm Frank Handrahan from VEASAN. Bet Rivers Sportsbook is offering new customers a deposit match up to $250 when you sign up today. In addition to their welcome bonus, Bet Rivers has daily and ongoing promotions that can provide extra value. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com today to sign up. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth. Must be 21. Playable in Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. Do me and yourself a favor. Please download and subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast. DC CityCast presented by Bet River Sportsbook on a Tuesday. is getting is getting hot. Hot. There's cannonballs out there, but that's a good thing. I love love the summertime, love the beach, love the pool. Hit the pool up uh, over the weekend. The water wasn't so bad. It wasn't terrible. <laughs> I survived. <laughs> Although I didn't survive. It's been a rough couple of weeks for yours truly, man. I had uh, knee issues, then I had COVID, and then yesterday throwing my five-year-old around in the water. Yeah, I sort of like cricked my back so man it's just been a nice little nice little run but we're getting there we're getting healthy and we're, we're picking some winners over the weekend uh the celtics came through against the miami heat to set up the nba finals which starts thursday now here's the thing i, I want to recap what happened on sunday from a, a betting perspective because if you had the miami heat 
you're a little pissed. You're a little ticked because there was controversy. The replay uh, overruled a three that was good from Struss or Struess, which was ridiculous. There wasn't enough evidence to overturn it. Uh, you had the forced three by Jimmy Butler at the end. But here's the thing. I hear a lot of folks just railing against Jimmy Butler's shot selection. How about the Celtics' shot selection when they were up nine with a minute and 20 seconds left? If you had the Celtics at minus three or minus two and a half at Bed River Sportsbook, wherever it closed at, you thought you had this in the bag. But we have learned many times again in this NBA playoffs, and this is what we'll get to when it comes to the finals and why I'm leaning towards taking Golden State, even though they're not that big of a favorite, which I thought they'd be a bigger favorite, is the Boston Celtics' endgame execution is absolutely abhorrent. Is that a word? Abhorrent? With nine, with minute 28, they're up nine points. And in 28 seconds, it was down to two. Uh, hello? So we killed Jimmy Butler for his force three to tie the game late. Was it a two? I don't remember. It was a three to tie it up at three. And we forget to mention Marcus Smart's unbelievable decision-making late. Jalen Brown's decision to go to the basket with 17 seconds left in the shot clock, he gets called for an offensive foul. Like the Celtics were just literally spoon-feeding Miami everything to get back into the game. It was incredible. So I'm not that upset if I was a Miami Heat backer at Jimmy Butler's decision to shoot the three. I know his percentage stinks from three. I know he doesn't hit that many threes, but he was in rhythm, so to speak, on a pull-up three. That wasn't so bad. What was terrible to me was the Celtics' inability to figure out what they had to do to eat the time off the clock because they're in control of the game in control of the game in control of the clock and they said you know what we're just gonna jack up a three with 11 seconds on the shot clock marcus smart we're gonna go to the basket with 17 seconds on the shot clock jalen brown to get called for an offensive foul like what are you doing as much as we applaud these teams for making it to the nba finals i know it's a great accomplishment and everything but boy you made it really hard on yourself celtics you really did And we've seen it before with Marcus Smart, end of games, bad decisions, bad shots, get stripped. The Milwaukee Bucks series comes to mind. And this is why, looking at the NBA Finals, my lean is clearly with the Golden State Warriors. But this is where it scares the heck out of me. Like, why are the Golden State Warriors at Bet River Sportsbook, when you look at the NBA series price, the Warriors are only minus 159. The Celtics are plus 135. I thought that it would be Golden State minus 235, 250 type range. Like, I think they are an overwhelming favorite to win this. Why do I think that? Because they've gone to six of the last eight NBA finals. They got Stephen Curry. They got Klay Thompson. They got Andrew Wiggins now, Draymond Green. Uh, the kid pool scares me to death. I mentioned that before. Like their arsenal is so deep and so lethal that it's just hard for me to see the Celtics winning the series. They'll give it a good fight. May go five or six. I know they've got home court advantage, but it's not like that was a big deal in any of their series prior. But what what am I missing here? What are we missing here? The Celtics were the more talented team clearly than the Miami Heat, and they almost blew it away. Like if the Miami Heat advanced to the finals, I would think that Golden State would be like minus 275. That matchup would be clearly in favorite. 
in favor of the Golden State Warriors. What is it about the Celtics, who aren't very deep, by the way, not saying Golden State's that deep, but uh, they're deeper than Boston. Like, What is it about the Celtics that makes this actually more of a tighter series? Um, and in game one, the Warriors are favored by three and a half at the Boston Celtics. Total is 211 and a half. Um, <clears throat> it just seems to me too obvious. Not, not necessarily game one, but I'm talking about the actual series. Um, the Golden State should win this thing in five or six games. As I've mentioned before, the reasoning. They are just loaded, man. They know how to win. And the Celtics, yes, they finally got over the hump with this group with Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, etc. But boy, that hump was created on their own. A lot of it in that Miami Heat series. So now they're in the NBA Finals. They're playing a loaded Golden State team. What is going to separate them from other teams that the Golden State Warriors have knocked out? Is it their defense? Is it their ability to play the pace that Golden State does? Yeah, they can shoot threes. Absolutely. But can they keep up with Golden State? Can they do that? And, as I mentioned before, can they close out pivotal games? Now, to a degree, they closed out game seven. I mean, they won it. Uh, but their decision-making in late moments is is something as a coach you go we do not ever want to do that again ever from letting the ball roll on the inbounds when you have the lead which i don't understand why they do that <laughs> to shooting three balls with 11 seconds on the shot clock when you're up five or seven going to the basket when you're up five or seven with 17 on the shot clock that is what has to be cleaned up for the Celtics if they're going to have any chance of winning this series. Here's an idea. Get the ball to Jason Tatum, clear the floor, and let him go one-on-one, or give the ball to Smart and dribble drive and kick it to Tatum. Tatum or Brown should be your guy shooting. And wait at least until eight, seven seconds left in the shot clock, specifically if you got a seven- or nine-point lead with a minute left. Like, understand time, space, clock, etc. And I don't think the Celtics have done that at all in these playoffs. And that's going to be the key for them in this series. For Golden State, man, you, well, if you're, if you're, if you're backing the Celtics, you are crossing your fingers and, and saying a prayer that everybody on Golden State is going to be chilly and cold and can't shoot the ball. Because if Steph's not on, then Clay's usually on. If Clay's not on, then Steph's usually pretty good. Or Jordan Poole's going to come and hit some threes. Wiggins is going to hit some shots. You got Otto Porter off the bench. Uh, you got Looney just cleaning things up. You just cannot have any room for air rebounding the ball if you're Boston too. Because Looney was just scrapping and outfighting Dallas all the time in that uh, series. All the time. 
So again, let me circle back. If you're a Boston backer, if you're going to bet on them at Bed River Sportsbook at plus one thirty ish, one thirty five, right? You are going to have to hope for many things to go your way. And I still, I'm, I'm this, this little, this scares me a little bit because it is such a small value play. I thought they would be like plus one seventy five, plus two hundred, but it's not. The books are seeing something that I am not, and that troubles me. <laughs> I'll be honest. It makes me scared. But if you back, if you back the Boston Celtics, you're going to have to have Tatum and Brown play at an extremely high level. Um, you're going to have that, that guy white off the bench has been great for the Celtics. He needs to continue to do that. Marcus Smart needs to play smarter. How about that? Al Horford needs to be better. He he sort of faded there, although he was scrappy on the boards. He's, his offense is sort of tailed off. But he has got to do something to at least take a little bit of pressure off of Tatum and Brown to score the basketball. And smart to a degree. Then you got to box the hell out. Get the rebound. Do not let Golden State get second chance opportunities. Like it's so obvious, so basic. But yet again, we see it fail at the highest level all the time. All the time, man. <sighs> And then you just got to stop complaining and whining all the time. Like Marcus Smart, that was an incredible battle with him and Kyle Lowry, who could flop or complain the most in the Eastern Conference Finals. Shut up and play. Keep your focus on the task at hand, winning the NBA championship. So those are my keys if you back the Boston Celtics for the NBA championship. If you're Golden State, God, they are. I mean, I, I'm convincing myself that they're not going to lose this thing, which makes me, like I said, terrifies me now. Terrifies me. But we've seen this show before. They are so quick to turn things around. A 15-point lead you know is not safe. A 10-point lead you know is not safe. They're so good at home. I don't think, well, they haven't lost at home in a playoff game in years. And Steve Kerr makes adjustments, man. Not saying he made Doka doesn't. He's in his first year as a head coach in the NBA, longtime assistant, now his first rodeo in the finals. Steve Kerr's been there before advantage Golden State. Every check mark gives Golden State the advantage. And yet they're only minus 159 at Bet River Sportsbook. But I'm riding with the experience. I'm riding with the All-Stars. I'm riding with the future Hall of Famers. I'm going to take the Golden State Warriors to win this thing. Now, as far as how many games, that is a great question. I think, like I said, it probably five or six. Um, let me take a look at Bed Rivers and see what the odds are for the uh, series market. Um, hmm. Series correct score. Golden State to win four to three is plus four hundred. Golden State to win four to one is plus four twenty five. Golden State to win four to two is plus five hundred. Golden State to sweep is plus 900. Celtics to win 4 to 2 plus 450. Celtics to win 4 to 3 plus 600. Celtics to win 4 to 1 plus 850. Celtics to sweep is only plus 1500. I thought it would be like plus 5000. So those are your series odds. I think Golden State wins at 6, so I'd put a sprinkle on 
Golden State to win at 4-2 at plus 500 at Bet River Sportsbook. But again, that is just my thinking. I'm taking them to win the series at minus 159. Going to ride with that. As far as game one, and we can get into it uh, a little bit more tomorrow. This is a tough call. Golden State minus three and a half. Celtics uh, at the money line plus 133. Golden State minus 159. The total is 211 and a half. How about the total on Sunday night? How about that? It was at 197 when it closed and it was 196. The final with Struess missing a three at the buzzer. That would have not had any bearing. Oh, except it would have it would have had the over and the heat getting the points. It's pretty amazing. That's why that number is there for a reason. Uh, we'll, we'll dive into it more uh, tomorrow. But for game one, I'm actually I'm thinking I like the home team getting the points. <laughs> After all I've said about how good Golden State is, maybe we'll take the Celtics at plus three and a half. But again, we'll dive into that. Uh, a little bit more tomorrow on the DC City Cast presented by Bet River Sports Book. All right, so those are my early thoughts on the NBA Finals. Golden State to win the whole shebango. We'll talk about uh, game number one uh, tomorrow. Straight ahead, DC City Cast. I want to talk some tennis. French Open, man. This is really good stuff. Two of the greatest of all time are going at it Djokovic and Adal. We'll get into that because they're playing a little bit later on this afternoon. Uh, I'll give you out uh, my thoughts on this uh, match. Should be a lot of fun. We'll discuss next. DC City Cast presented by Bed River Sportsbook. I'm Frank Hanran from VEASAN. Baseball is here, and Bed Rivers has a special offer for you every Saturday throughout the season. Place a three-leg, same-gay parlay of at least $25, and you will earn a $10 free bet. With same-game parlays, you can combine player props and game bets to make your perfect combo. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Claim your offer on the Bet Rivers app or go to BetRivers.com. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth, must be 21. Playable in Virginia only gambling problem. Call 1 532 3500. So, two of the greatest ever to play tennis matching up in the quarterfinals, man, of the uh, French Open. These are uh, Rafael Nadal and Novak Djokovic. Uh, it's too bad they have to meet in the quarters because uh, they are clearly some of the. Uh, Greatest to ever play the game, if not the two best ever. There's a lot to be uh, argued about there. But uh, Rafael Nadal has won on French clay 13 times, man, facing the defending champion Novak Djokovic. I think they both have the same amount of Grand Slams, or are they like 21-20? I think they're even, Steven. Let me see. I, I forget. But this is uh, this is a titanic matchup. Uh, Grand Slams for Rafael Nadal is 21 let me see. Is he the all-time leader now? I think he might be. I think Novak has 20. Djokovic Grand Slams. Yes. Wow. This is this is epic, bro. So this is a chance for Novak Djokovic to advance on to the finals, or to the semifinals, rather. Jeez, the quarterfinals they're meeting. Um, lefty versus righty. Obviously, Nadal's the left-hander. He's a grinder. He can take your heart, take your soul. He's unbelievable on the red clay. It's literally his... his, his uh, he was born on the red clay, like just dominates on this uh, surface. Now, here's a couple things. It's a later match today. Nadal's coming off a five-setter. Djokovic is just cruising, losing. And if you check out Bet River Sportsbook, Djokovic is minus 235 on the money line. Nadal plus 195. Um, total games, 37 and a half. The spread is Djokovic minus four and a half, minus 110. Nadal plus four and a half, minus 109. Here's the thing about tennis. Love betting the dogs, okay? Betting a favorite is really, really dicey. Now, Marin Cilic, who knocked out the number two seed, Daniil Medvedev yesterday, I'm not sure exactly the odds, but I'm sure it was a good value. 
Stefano Sissipas got knocked out by Holger Rune yesterday. Right, Holger Rune. And, and Sissipas was a huge favorite. Um, Djokovic is, is, a, is obviously favored for a reason. He's a defending champion. He's very good on clay. Nadal's getting a little bit older. Maybe he's a little more fatigued. Although I saw Ray, uh, Rafi Nadal at the uh, Champions League final on Sunday. So clearly he's in a good space where he can leave the tournament and go watch some soccer, come back and beat Felix Auger Aliassim in five sets. I'm going to go with the underdog in this spot simply because Nadal loves his surface. I know he's coming off the five setter. I know it's a night match, so he may not be a spry. But this dude is an absolute monster fighter. He's not going to give up. And if there's anything else, total games, I would probably take um, over 37 and a half because you know it's going to be a grinder. And the fact that the line is set at four and a half um, just shows you they expect a five-setter, man, between these two heavyweights. But it's hard for me to, well, not, and the fact that I really, I'm not, I'm not, I respect Novak Djokovic, but I'm not the biggest fan after all of his charades and shenanigans the last couple of years. It just makes it easier for me to put my money on Rafael Nadal at plus 195. Okay. Uh, last time these te- these uh, guys met back in June, Djokovic was a winner in May of 26 or May of 2021. Rafael Nadal won. Um, and then in 2020, Rafael won. So Nadal has won. Th- let's see. Well, actually, no, they've split. They've split uh, the last four times they have met. So you think Nadal's going to go down lightly? You really think that? No chance. Absolutely no chance. So that is why I'm going to take Rafael Nadal. Uh, getting the value play. 13 time champion, underdog. I'm sure he knows. I'm sure he's been told, hey, nobody thinks you have a chance in this one. Nobody thinks you have a chance. And that's why I'm taking the 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 Toro, the bull. Is Toro bull in Spanish? I'm taking Rafael Nadal, the value play at the French Open uh, sometime later on today. That's the hard part about tennis. you got to wait for the first match. Alcaraz and uh, who's a beast, by the way? Young bup, young pup. Um that lower half of the bracket without Djokovic and Nadal is wide open to get to the finals. That's unfortunate that you got two of the greatest going at it here in the quarterfinals. Um, so if Alcaraz gets there, it's not a gimme for Djokovic or Nadal, whoever wins um, this afternoon's match. But it should be a really good one. Again, I'm going with with Rafael Nadal to win and be that value play at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Uh. Exactly. Always a good sweat. So we'll see what shakes out. Uh, to recap my plays for tonight, we're going to take the uh, New York Mets against the uh, Washington Nationals. And I, I continue to see these articles and stories about Steven Strasburg slowly making his way back. And if he's pain free, I mean, this team needs starting pitching like nobody's business. I know the bats aren't that great either. I mean, Soto finally hit a home run the other day. Um, his stats, you know, for his age, really impressive. It's great. Um, but my God, this guy has got to help this team right away. He's had a couple rehab starts. He had six Ks over five hitless innings. We're talking about Strasburg the other day. Um, Davey saying that he looks really good. But you're always crossing your finger with this guy because you're just waiting 
um, to see if he's going to be okay after it. And so far, so good. He's had seven starts in the last two seasons for the Nationals. Seven starts. And this squad season is pretty much hanging in the balance already. And they did all the help they can get. No time frame yet, said uh, Davey Martinez. Haven't done that yet. I don't want to do that to him now. So we are going to let him continue to progress progress, and build up. And we'll have conversations with him now and throughout because I'm hoping that he's going to be with us after he does throw in these rehab games. And then we'll talk about and see where he's at mentally and physically and then go from there. Uh, <laughs> I love the patience of this franchise. I respect the hell out of it. Maybe behind closed doors, it's a different thing. And they're they're like literally just hammering their head against the wall. But when your team is struggling and your highest paid player has had seven starts in the last two seasons, I get it. He's injured. He's hurt. You want to make sure that he's fully 100%. I don't know. It just seems like it's a sort of underplayed story. Um, and when you see a guy like Eric Fetty go out and just struggle mightily, um, Josiah Gray was pretty decent his last start out. Johanna Doan was okay. But it's a total crapshoot when these guys start. Like, you just don't know what you're going to get. And you can almost say the same thing for Strasburg if he comes back, uh, quote-unquote, healthy. Like, every time he goes out, you're going to be holding your breath. It's a tough spot for the Nats. It's a really tough spot. But let's see... If he can get back sooner than later and help this team win some games because they're they're in purgatory when it comes to being actually relative and uh, important in this town. My God, 2019, like I said, seems a long, long time ago. So we're going to take the uh, taking the Mets tonight. We're going to take the uh, Golden State Warriors uh, for the uh, series. And we'll talk about what we're going to do tomorrow as game one of that seven game set starts. And we're going with my man Rafael Nadal to beat Novak Djokovic. Come on! Like I said, sometimes it's fun to just bet on the guy, even though maybe he's not your your best value play. You're risking it. I mean, we're we're getting some value out of it, but the odds of him winning, you know, I don't feel good about it. But I like rooting for him. I like his heart. I like his grit. And I don't like his opponent in Novak Djokovic. So that makes the bet a little more fun, doesn't it? Absolutely. All right. Do me a favor. Follow along at uh, J Frank Hanran on Twitter at Bet Rivers at Vison Live. Really appreciate you checking us out on a Tuesday. Enjoy yourself. We will talk again tomorrow and get you set for the NBA Finals and some Nats recap, etc. As the Nats continue that series in New York. Thanks for checking us out here on the DC CityCast presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. I'm Frank Hanran from Vison. See you.